You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the break. Welcome back to the Dust and Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold. Dustin Gold, folks. And we're getting ready. I think January 1st, we're going to launch the morning show. It's going to start out as just a half hour show. The Dustin Gold Mine. The Dustin Gold Mine. And then we're going to be putting out a short little version, uh, just a two minute sort of Twitter telegram little facebook clip that people can pop out to help promote the dust and gold standard we'll be doing that every day that'll be called the dust and gold rush so we have the dust and gold standard the dust and gold nugget the dust and gold rush and the dust and gold mine so um yeah folks i think that's going to be fun all right let's continue here it said as soon as parents begin receiving the extra ctc funds several groups of researchers began studying the results Everything is always being studied and tracked. How do people like being experiments for the government? You know, you're just a human trial to these people. Unbelievable. Quote, we were hopeful that people would be able to see the immediate benefits, the poverty reduction that was happening, but also the impacts for families in terms of reducing stress and the ability to afford the basics, end quote, says Chris Weimer, who co-led one such team at Columbia University's Center on Poverty and Social Policy. Oh, Columbia University. Remember those guys? Uh, that's where the technocracy movement grew out of. That's where FDR's brain trust that created the New Deal grew out of. That's where IBM was based. Uh, at the time, they were working on the Watson computer in collaboration with the uh, Nazis, folks. That's also a major hub of eugenics, Columbia University. It says, with that proof of effectiveness in hand, Weimer hoped Congress would feel compelled to make the policy permanent. In December 2021, Weimer and his colleagues released a report on the first six months of the expanded CTC. That's a child tax credit, in case you missed that in the last segment. Each month, they found the policy single-handedly kept as many as 3.8 million children out of poverty, reducing the child poverty rate by nearly 30 percent okay so what you're saying is that now let's just pretend someone's tax burden was a thousand dollars so now you're going to give them this thirty six hundred dollar child tax credit right it was thirty six hundred let me just add thirty six hundred so they'd be getting a check for twenty six hundred because thirty six hundred minus the thousand dollar tax liability is twenty six hundred dollars so you handed a parent or parents twenty six hundred dollars and that lifted the child out of poverty so the twenty six hundred dollars put this the, the like the uh, net wealth of this parent above the poverty line so what happened a week and a half later when they spent half of the twenty six hundred dollars it brought them back down below the poverty line you see the scam it's a total total scam 
even if someone had five kids and you gave them a total of $18,000 because they had zero tax liability, meaning let's just say they did not work or they worked and then they wrote everything off as expenses. And so they ended up zero at the end of the year. You're telling me that the $18,000 you give them takes those children outside of the poverty rate outside of the poverty line and then what happens immediately when they start spending the money they drop back down below he said it's such a scam see this is why it's important to understand what these technocratic madmen are doing because you don't understand all the problems you're looking at are created by these orchestrated social engineering solutions that these frankenstein doctors these eugenicists these transhumanists these technocratic these sick disgusting prison planet wardens are doing to people these programs are insanity and and wait until we show you social impact bonds and how they're basically betting on the outcome of children on wall street oh yeah folks this gets to be real sick and this is where we're eventually going to go with this but see they're tracking all this they hand you money then they track it well under cbdc everything will be tracked you won't have a choice you opt in by accepting and spending cbdc with these programs i assume you had to opt in by signing a piece of paper It goes on to say the largest percentage of money was spent on food, followed by essential bills, clothing, rent, or mortgage payments, school expenses, and paying down debt. The number of families who didn't have enough to eat in a given week dropped by 24%. Parents were no more likely to stop working because of the extra funds. Let me just tell you this, too. I had a friend of mine. I'm not going to mention their name. We are no longer... uh, buddies we kind of parted ways i got a little sick and tired of uh, some of his nonsense but he has this uh they were not married it was a girlfriend partner together for like 20 years i think they had three or four kids together they had a rental house that cost over three thousand dollars in washington dc they end up splitting up he goes and rents another house i think uh in maryland but not far away like a few blocks away and so she falls behind on the rent during covid now this is because she wasn't working she was collecting all kinds of welfare and everything unbeknownst to him this guy did work his ass off he worked like two and three jobs sometimes he was hustling uh, every which way but sunday and on sunday actually every which way including sunday he was working nonstop, like 12 14 hours a day forever for a long time i gotta give him that so he finds out she was collecting welfare getting food stamps everything on the side and so when they split up finally um she starts falling behind on the rent but because of covid land the high school theater production the government right made those laws that they couldn't force people to pay their rent she gets behind on this three thousand dollar a month uh house they were renting by fifty thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars plus tens of thousands in utility bills so he kept telling her listen they're going to turn the switch back on you've got to get out there and start working 
Well, she refused to work. Anyway, she finds some government program that ends up covering the note. They paid off $50,000 in back rent for her, or maybe less, whatever they could negotiate with the landlord not to kick her out, and then covered tens of thousands of dollars of back utility payments. I mean, this is the kind of money they're handing out to people. Now, does that make her uh, not in poverty because she gets to live in a house that the government paid for? No. She's as poor as dirt. They incentivize the poverty by paying those bills and continuing to encourage her not to go to work. She didn't work for years. I mean, they broke up, but she literally sustained that house by not working. All right, it goes on to say a separate Columbia study, once again, the uh, technocrats here at Columbia, found that a permanent expansion would have generated 10 times as much revenue as it cost. But ultimately, none of that mattered. The Build Back Better bill, which included a one-year extension of the child tax credit expansion, narrowly passed the U.S. House in November 2021, but all 50 Senate Republicans opposed it. When Biden's negotiations with Senator Joe Manchin III, a conservative Democrat from West Virginia, broke down just before the holiday break, Biden stopped publicly uh, advocating for the new version of the child tax credit. After the expanded CTC ran out, Weimer and other scholars found that child poverty rates increased immediately. Give me a break. They are such liars, folks. Such liars. That little bit of money, if you have one kid, the max you can get is $3,600 in cash if you owe no taxes. $3,600 does not pull a child out of poverty. Because one that money is just spent immediately. It's, it's a complete and total lie. It's a lie. It is a complete lie. It's a complete lie. I don't know how else to say it. Weimer and other scholars found that child poverty rates increased immediately, spiking 41% in the first month. About one in seven American children lives below the poverty line, which at just $27,750 for a family of four dramatically underestimates the number who are simply too poor to eat well or to have consistent electricity access or to afford registration fees for school sports. Okay, so let's just pretend, let's just pretend that family made $27,750, and let's say they ended up owing no taxes. That's because they were able to basically write that if you make $27,750 for a family of four, that's it, and you're going to get the $3,600, let's say, for or two kids, so you get $7,200 if you have a zero tax liability. The $7,200 is not pulling you out of poverty. If you make $27,750 for a family of four, I don't know where you're living anyway. You're already in a Section 8 government apartment, which makes you poor to begin with. So it's a total lie to say that $7,200 for this family of four is going to pull this family out of poverty. And when you cut it off, it made him go back into poverty. It's it's just 
It's so ridiculous. And I'm not sitting here complaining about these uh, people that are on welfare and everything. I look at them as victims of the state. And it's generation upon generation of a fake civil rights bill and all of this other nonsense we're seeing here that encourages people to stay in poverty. You're paying them to stay in poverty. Universal basic income is a bribe to keep people into poverty. And then what you're doing is you're giving people an excuse. Remember the old days we would say, stop uh, turning black people into victims. Stop making them live under this victim status. Well, what do you think it is when Andrew Yang was running for president in 2020, telling all the young kids, part of the Yang gang, the Yang gang, that they were victims. They were going to be replaced by automation and artificial intelligence and AI, right? I mean, an AI and robotics, that they were victims. They were victims. So we're going to give you $1,000 a month to shut your mouth and to stay in poverty. You're selling people this idea of poverty, which is easy to do when you've rigged an entire system and you're destroying the workforce you're destroying real jobs all these careers that you sent people to college for you send them to school for programming and then import you know millions upon millions of indians with it degrees here on h1b visas you take all the blue collar jobs and you import all the cheap labor from mexico and south america and then you're replacing a bunch of other stuff with artificial intelligence and robots so you're destroying the workforce and turning people into victims and then offering them ubi to the point where they have no choice because they are socially engineered into the choice of having to accept universal basic income just like the vast majority of americans were forced were socially engineered into the choice of having to take the stimulus checks under President Trump, which was a test for universal basic income. Why? Because they shut down your job and they told you you couldn't go to work. They locked down the country. They engineered you into that world. They forced you to have to take universal basic income. Folks, I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to blow your mind. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. Wait until you hear what is up next, folks. I'm serious. I said I would blow your mind. Let me read you this paragraph and then and then I'll show you what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen. It says the child tax credit saga forced many into the guaranteed income movement to give hope that a federal policy was imminent. Advocates talk openly about the lessons they learned, including that statistics are not sufficient and that upfront costs feel more tangible than long-term fiscal benefits. A partial solution to both problems, they believe, is encouraging recipients to tell their own stories rather than being rendered anonymous in a list of statistics. 
Um, how about all the folks that uh, got sick or have died from a little thing we call the jab, huh? Do they get to go out there and tell their story? Now, they're rendered anonymous in a list of statistics, are they not, folks? But for these people who are receiving universal basic income, the test pilot for central bank digital currency, oh, they should tell their stories. Are you ready? Are you ready? It says right here, nearly every guaranteed income pilot program selects a small subset of recipients. Zona Everett was one. Remember her? She was in the beginning of this story. She's the woman who lost her cushy government job, suffered from COVID-19, ended up working for DoorDash, got a job with Tesla in the factory, was wearing a white puffer jacket and was drinking a caramel frappuccino. You remember her? You remember that one? It was like the perfect setup to a joke. Well, ready for this? Ready for this? Nearly every guaranteed income pilot program selects a small subset of recipients. Zona puffy jacket Everett was one to speak publicly about their experiences providing them professional media training providing them professional media training so they take these folks that they drove into poverty they give them free money with strings attached they say there's no strings attached right they could go buy tobacco and alcohol there's strings attached because they're tracking your payments you're a guinea pig you're a human trial for the bank for international settlements for the international monetary fund for the world bank for the central banksters that's what you are you're just a guinea pig so there are strings attached right and now they take them and they give them professional media training where does the government have the right to do this Okay, you want to talk about solutions, you need to understand the problem. And here you go. You're going to see somebody on TV going, yeah, I got universal basic income. It was awesome. It was great. And then you say, oh, no, we don't want universal. And you don't even understand that that person is a paid influencer who went through professional media training paid for by not only your tax dollars, but the debt piled on to your great, 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 great grandchildren. Your great, 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 great grandchild that you will never meet paid for professional media training for Zona Everett on top of her uh, caramel frappuccino and her white puffer jacket. It goes on to say the chosen storytellers are taught to focus on specific details. The chosen storytellers. I should sign up for this, folks. I could get paid by the government to do my show and talk about how I love universal basic income. Oh, it helped me buy a microphone and I got to start my show. The chosen storytellers are taught to focus on specific details. What emergency expense were they able to cover with the guaranteed income? What smaller treat, whether a restaurant meal or a night away from home, did they splurge on? How could they tell their children were feeling more stable? And several pop up regularly in national media outlets. Wait a second. I thought the program was helping lift these people out of poverty. They live so close to the poverty line. But yet they're splurging at restaurants and a a night away from home. Okay, I'm not saying people don't have the right to do that. I feel bad for those who can't. 
but that's not what this program is about, is it? I thought we were lifting people out of poverty. We were lifting children out of poverty. But now we find out that we are providing professional media training to these paid influencers who are spokesmen for universal basic income that brings in the central bank digital currency slave system. And several of these folks pop up regularly in national media outlets. Do they put an asterisk under their name that says paid spokesmen for the government, propagandists for the government, Operation Mockingbird for the government, the Global Engagement Center propagandist for the government? No, of course. Of course not. But see, folks, this is coming from the Washington Post. This is written mainly to people on the left, but folks on the right won't read it, so you don't know this story. When you read this, you will then understand what the hell is going on. It is all orchestrated. It is strategic. There is nothing that is not planned in this clown world system. It's rigged. It's all rigged. It's all by design. And these programs are running constantly and consistently around the country. It goes on to say, quote, we have a goal of changing or challenging narratives around people, end quote, says Waulina Bidabnuar, a philosophy professor at Stanford and director of the university's basic income lab, Stanford, home of Peter Thiel. It goes on to say, that's long, slow work. The current initiatives are like adding a few individual stones to the base of a cathedral so grand it might not be completed for decades. Quote, it's always about more than just actual policy. It's about how we view each other and when we think of each other as deserving of support and when we don't and what stands in the way. And if we understand that and we make progress on that, we make progress on many other things and quote folks imagine if uh if there were real conservatives who got into power and they wanted to do a program to show that owning guns worked and so they selected 500 random people and gave them a uh, ak-47 and then not only that folks then they tracked their habits with the ak-47 well uh you know they went down to the gun range uh one of the guys murdered somebody with it but that's okay so they go down to the gun range some of them hang it on their wall one guy showed it off to his friends the other one let his son play with it on halloween but uh then what we did folks is we paid them to go through professional media training and put them on tv to try to sell the idea of handing out guns to everyone for free could you imagine if that was happening coming out of the so-called right what the left the so-called left would say about that I mean, think about it. What's the difference? What is the difference? It goes on to say, despite the setbacks at the federal level, philanthropic interest in guaranteed income continues to increase and the body of research on local programs continues to grow. No two experiments work exactly the same way. Some are only for people marking under a certain, uh, making under a certain income. Others are limited to certain neighborhoods or just for single parents, making each city feel like its own laboratory. Its own laboratory. Yes, they're all laboratories because these people are are 
guinea pigs, just like the folks with Alzheimer's or dementia or paralysis that have a brain chip shoved into their head. They are a guinea pig, too, sitting in a Frankenstein laboratory. Well, this is the laboratory of social engineering. It's not like this is new, folks. This stuff has been going on throughout history. But this is what's going on right now in the moment, and this is all for the test of UBI. You're going to see this all links in to central bank digital currency. So you sit here and you say, how are they going to get that done? Well, they're working on it. They're working on it, and time is on their side. The state government, it always expands. It's constantly expanding. It has engulfed everything. It is still here. Since the beginning of mankind, the state, the government, is still here. It goes on to say, still, as in any movement, especially one where the greatest energy is at the local level, there are disagreements. Some are over substance and others over who gets the most attention. Unanswered questions range from the fundamental, should guaranteed income be provided to everyone, are more narrowly targeted to lift people out of poverty. To the ultra-specific, should money be provided on prepaid debit cards or via online transfers? And there is plenty of jockeying, jockeying among movement leaders over who knows best. Well, you know the movement leaders are grifters, folks. They're skimming off these programs for sure. I mean, come on. We could probably research that and find it. It just would be a total waste of our time because we know that it would be true. But see this? Should guaranteed income be provided to everyone? are more narrowly targeted to lift people out of poverty. $500 a month is not lifting anyone out of poverty. It's not that it's just that's tugging at the heartstrings. This this article is written for people on the so-called left. So you tug at their heartstrings, you play to their human emotion. And then it goes on. Should money be provided on prepaid debit cards or via online transfers? Well, they're tracking it all, so it has to be on these debit cards. All right. But eventually I said it's going to be central bank digital currency. Goes on to say 350 miles down Interstate 5 from Stockton, the Compton Pledge has replaced seed as the nation's buzziest guaranteed income experiment. The key difference, while most pilots are designed to investigate whether basic income works, the team in Compton sees that question as too obvious to merit discussion. Instead, they are studying the factors that make it work best. Quote, now we know that we should do this policy, end quote, says Nika Sunshong, the Compton Pledge's co-director, quote, the question is really how, and unless we get more future-oriented, thinking about how and asking questions to inform the answer, we're going to fail, end quote. Soonshong29 stands out among movement leaders. Its most visible proponents are black. She is the daughter of ethnically Chinese, natively South African parents. She didn't grow up in Compton, and she began studying basic income as a PhD student at Oxford University. And whereas many guaranteed income advocates talk in detail about how a policy would have helped their own families, her father is 
is a billionaire bioscientist, Patrick Soonshong, who owns the Los Angeles Times and a share of the Lakers. She also voices a more radical case for guaranteed income, laced with language about prison uh, abolition, defunding the police, and reparations, right? So there you go. And um, this isn't the only one. If you start to look behind who's actually promoting these universal basic income experiments, you're going to find many other billionaires, right? So you have this woman, Sunshong, whose father is a billionaire who owns a share of the Lakers, who's out there pushing prison abolition, defunding the police, and reparations. And also, she is the chair of the Compton block of universal basic income and you'll find people like jack dorsey co-founder of twitter behind this lots of billionaires folks so the billionaires are running around pushing universal basic income because they love poor black people don't you know no i'm serious i'm serious and black folks if you're listening just know that these technocratic billionaires look at this guy Patrick uh, Soonshong, right? The billionaire bioscientist. Let's go dig him up and see what kind of transhumanist experiments he's running on people, folks. Give me a break. Give me a break. They're out here pushing this and running these programs because they're setting up and they're working for the central bankers. Quite damn obvious. Ladies and gentlemen, I am heated here on a Friday night. I am heated. There is a billionaire behind every curtain, ladies and gentlemen. The only curtain you won't find a billionaire behind is the curtain that says freedom, liberty, and human autonomy. I'll be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 